Welcome to this week's This Club Is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host Cockers and later in the show we'll be finding out how the women's team fared in their league match against West Didsbury and Chorlton from Sunday. But before that it's to the men's team and Saturday's away trip to Warrington Town. There was plenty of squad news in the lead up to this fixture with the announcement that first teamers Tom Murray, Eddie Mieko, Jack Anderton and Clive Smith had all left the club, while keeper Dan Lavercombe would be unavailable for selection in the coming weeks due to injury. In Dan's absence, FC United secured the services of Chester keeper Will Stanway on loan for the next month, while the Reds also managed to bring in on loan Burnley under 20 fullback Finn Armstrong and ahead of Saturday's match with Warrington Ben caught up with manager Neil Reynolds to hear how the new signings were settling in. It's Warrington Town today uh, but before we talk about on the pitch off the pitch this week since since we last spoke um, since we last spoke we, we were talking about how many signings you've made well another week uh, what's what's been going on? I've talked about injury suspensions all season all, and all of a sudden, boom, the physio comes to me and goes, everyone's, everyone's back, everyone's available. And, and because of that, you know, there's, there's, been, there's, been, uh, there's been welcome criticism about the way we've played, which, which I'll, never, I'll never defend. I mean, I'm a classic 4-2-3-1 manager. I like attacking football. When the players aren't on the pitch, we can't do it. Have I got some of the recruitment wrong? Yeah, I'll admit, I'll admit that. But when you see them, you don't actually know with them until you work with them. Can you change them in an hour or two a week? Probably not. So, you know, it's come this week and I just thought it's time for a bit of a change. So we've seen some departures score. I think, you know, four or five have left us and we hope they go and do really well and, and no doubt they will and probably pop up on the score sheet against us when they play us. But also we, we've, we've wanted to bed in our new signings and we've looked to bring in a couple more and, you know, last week, I don't know if people are aware, but Dan Lavercombe fractured his fingers uh, and they don't repair, you know, overnight. So that's going to be a few weeks. So we heard of Will Stanway's availability at Chester. Chester's number one, you know, and they, they made a big thing of him, but he's found himself on the bench. So that's a great signing. And then, you know, we just needed more competition at left back. And, you know, Finn Armstrong, I brought in, he's, he's, a, he's a class above and, and lads will see him. And, and you know, I, I, I'll argue and I'll argue, argue ferociously about anyone who says anything negative about the loan market. You know, you're, you're always going to get kids who step out of clubs and, uh, they want to, they want to apply the tray, but all this that they're not they're not in it. You know the lads from Doncaster, Preston, Wigan, you know Burnley, Chester. They're, they're now FC. You know, and, and this is the this is their bread and butter now. You know they want to be in, they want to make an impression. And if they go back into the clubs and they go back into the first team, so for me it's a win win. Uh, it gives us a bit of freshness, it gives us a bit of youth, and it gives us more attacking players on the pitch. So what's the what's the time frame here for? Obviously you don't know. It's up to the the mother clubs, isn't it? But I mean, is there an expectation now that these will be? long-term-ish, as, as best as we can at this point? I'd like to think that uh, they're going to be here till January, uh, but I've no doubt, you know, the relationship we've got with Doncaster, well, they know with everybody, mm-hmm. you know, they know that we not only look after the players, we develop them as well, and these lads are going back to the clubs, you know, buzzing with the way we train, the way the lads are, the camaraderie, the way they looked after, the, their analysis pods, the way they get fed, the way they travel, the way they, they work around the new balance gear, it's a professional football club, FC United, and we've got to treat them right, so, you know, they're, they're enjoying it, hopefully we can keep them long-term, as we will, we're not sure, because obviously Lavacombe's on number one uh, but like with always you know, if Will comes in and does well Dan's got to wrestle his shirt back so good competition for places uh, and you know, if the time comes that lads have got to go back then, then we'll look but you know, one, one thing that we are able to do now with loan players uh, is look now behind the scenes and send people out and you know, get the right person in do our DNA do our homework and if they go back then we get the right player in um, So embedding them um, I mean how much preparation have 
I mean, some of them have already been here, obviously, for a fortnight now. So, um, I mean, how happy are you with those players who, who were here uh, for, the, for the Matlock game and, and the Curzig game? And how well have the, the newish, newish players uh, bedded in with those? If I use Jack DeGrucci, you know, 18-year-old, wonderful talent, you know, not only has he made his right back, today yeah Yeah. you know he's he's, Clive Smith left the club this week so you know Clive's a wonderful player wonderful defender but it shows what I think of Jack you know you don't get into the first team at Doncaster uh, if you're not a really good right back and he showed the attacking flair last week so you know and he goes and makes that his own you know the left back was probably struggled since Doddy left Guy Hall's done alright and and Josh Ashley's done alright but I was looking for for better and uh, and Finn Finn Armstrong's uh, doing really well at Burnley Uh, been linked with League 2 clubs as well and you know, he turned down a number of clubs at this level because he thought the level was, and he thought he was better than that level, which he was. But when he saw the crowd and the facilities, yeah. he, he's, he's jumped in there and bit and, and come straight in. So, you know, we're delighted. And then Young Tavonga's come back today. You know, Will Russ had a bit of an off day last week, but they're going to do the young kids. Rodwell Grant's done great. So I, I, I love working with them. Their attitudes are brilliant, Ben. And, you know, we're hopeful that they can give us something. Uh, and, and it's difficult. You know, people will say about rotation and squad exercise and all this. Try doing it on the budget. Come and try and play magic tricks with our budget. And, and I'll tell you now, the only way we can do it is the loan market. And, you know, when, when teams come in uh, with, with the bigger offers that they've done this week for Clive Smith and even Jack Anderton, you know, it, it's hard, especially when they want to mutually terminate the contract. So, you know, people might talk about player turnover uh, and think about football is great opinions. You know, everyone's got opinions, but... I think Jurgen Klopp used 117 last looked in five years at Liverpool, and I've used 102, you know, in four years. So, you know, we can't all be wrong. You know, that's that's the thing. So, but let people carry on talking. That that's the beauty of football. You know, we've got to carry on doing what we're doing. We want to we want to get we want to win games of football, Ben, and you know, we'll continue to do whatever we can and use whatever tricks we can to, to make sure we do that. Let's talk about this afternoon's game against Warrington. Um, obviously, if we remove Curzon from the equation, yeah. um, a good win against Matlock um, a couple of weeks ago. You want a good performance this afternoon, don't you, against a, a team who is expected, let's be honest, to be in the playoffs or, or towards the top end? Do you know what I want today? I want to see an attacking style. I want to get back to our 4 2 3 one I want my full-backs marauding at the final end of the pitch. I want us being creative in the middle of the park. I want us getting shots off. I want to do everything we can uh, to make people enjoy the game and, you know, come quarter five today, if we win, lose or, or we draw, you know, as long as we've, we've done that having a go and that's the message we've said this week, we don't want to not have a go. And there's been games this season when we've had players injured and suspended, we haven't had a go. I've been bored. I've been totally bored. I've said this so many times. I've, I've been stood there going, I'm bored, this is my team. And, and unfortunately, you know, like I've said earlier in the interview, I've got some of the recruitment wrong. I'm, I'm happy to admit that. But I have certainly never changed my style of football and asked people to be defensive-minded and that's not what I'm about. I'd rather go shopping on a Saturday and watch defensive football. So I want to get back to an attacking style of play. That's why we brought the lads we brought in this week. And, and hopefully, you know, they'll let the ground running. Um, and uh, confident this afternoon, it's, uh, it is going to be a tough game, isn't it, really? It's always a tough game against Warrington. They've got great players. I mean, Buckley Ricketts up, up top end of the pitch, uh, Sean Williams in midfield, Bohan Dixon, you know, they've got Josh Sheary from North End, Tony Thompson in Nets, Hannigan. They're, they're little with talent. These lads played, you know, National League football last season, so it's great. But it's a game of football, you know, and we're, we're confident. We've got a good mix in there. We're confident. We're going to give it our best shot, Ben. You know, and as long as it come quarter five, that people can see that we've had a go, then I'll accept that. And, and hopefully, like you said, if we get the points, follow it with Liver's Edge, could be second in the league next week and <laughs> they'll be rosy, but we'll see, we'll see. Well, Neil, big good luck this afternoon and thanks for joining us pre-match. Cheers, Cheers, see you soon. Um, well, what's up? Okay. Do you, 
come, come, come walk with me, come what's up? Walk with you. Go to the pie cube. Okay. Um, oh, I'm, I'm going to go to the barbecue personally. Oh, is there barbecue? Oh, that's lovely. Uh, well, welcome everyone to uh, another bit of a pre-match chat with, with Woodsow this time. You'd caught the, the back end of that. I think it's the it's first a, half which we, we, I want to hear really more than anything. It's, else, an interest, it's been an interesting week, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, he's obviously put a marker down. He's basically mm. said, right, picks that I made pre-season. Here's the newish squad. Um, I mean, it's it's a tricky, tricky thing though, isn't it? What, what What's happened? I mean, so surely you can only do that so often. I mean, it's only September. Exactly. You can only do that so many times. So is, is he doing it the right time? Because it is, you know, we've we've not played that many league games. Before it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I suppose. Uh, the only the only criticism. I will use the word criticism. You know, it's that the players get quite enough chances. I don't know. That's that's just. A, a, I'll rephrase that. Observation. That's better. That's a better word. You know, players have not even fi- finished pre-season. You know, and they leave for whatever reason, rightly or wrongly. But as we've said on here before, he's the manager, and that's what he gets, and that's what he's paid to do. So, have opinions, have views, and whatever. But at the end of the day, if it goes wrong, he's the one, he's the one who falls on his sword. So, you've got you've got to go with it. You've got to go with it. I mean, the, the players. Well, we can only go off the clubs have come from oh, and the absolutely. noise yeah. surrounding these players. They're exciting signings. And if we go back to what Bamber Bridge did last year. No one really well, criticises Jamie with, Milligan and Bamber Bridge. Similar, it's a yeah. similar budget. We, well, looking in from afar, it's probably similar. Bamber Bridge, one half a football away from being in the playoffs last season, Correct. if the truth be known. They did it by balancing established players with low knees. With low knees, yeah. And yeah, it worked. Yeah, yeah. So why can't we? Getting the best out of low knees. I mean, obviously, Bain scored a lot and then didn't do it for us. But that's, that's, that happened, so that's not a criticism of anybody. Again, that's just an observa- again, an observation. There's no reason why it can't. I think it's the chop and change. What you want is, like you've just said, is it the right time to do it now? Probably yes. Do would I prefer it now to, have, to calm down for the next few months? And this is no, this is, this is the squad yeah. we've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, is the answer to that question. And never a dull week though, is it? It's never a dull week, and I, I wish it was. <laughs> I wish it was. That's what you summer's know. for. Well, it is into exactly, exactly. Uh, but was just finally, what's your, what's your thoughts? Uh, it's exactly what Neil just said. I mean, it's a tough game. We know. The plays he mentioned on it on his interview there, and tough game, but there's no reason. And you know we're, we're four points off a playoff place. It's like, like he said, you know we, we could be playing at the end of the game on Liverpool. We could, we could be in the top two or three at the end of the game on yeah. Tuesday. This league, no one wants it. I mean, you're talking about Warrington being playoff contenders, not they're, 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 they're lower than us yeah. at the moment. You know what I mean? They too were not sat there for a couple last week. Exactly. Funnily enough, one 0 against Hyde. Yes, exactly. So you know, so. This league is still there. It's still early days. We're not even started October yet, and we're four points off a playoff. We're also probably I don't know off the top of my head, but you know, mm-hmm. five points off really. Yeah. But that's that's the nature of, of a the season where we're at now. But b this league, yeah. South Shields are top as you would expect, yeah. and they're not the greatest of starts on the top of the mm-hmm. league. That proves everyone else. It's a much of a muchness down there. If you can just get a run together. Well, let's hope that the run starts today. Would well, it's, well, it started two weeks ago. Against Matlock. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to. Cantilever Park. Cantilever Park. I was going to say the Bridlington Spa, and you join us here for the Doves, who are live in concert. And uh, we thought we'd cover FC United against Warrington, but then we thought, y- you know what? Doves haven't toured in years. We might yeah. as well go to Bridlington Spa and see them there. And we'll just pick uh, up on the Twitter yeah, what's so, going on. So thank you for joining us live at, uh, on the Yorkshire coast. It's very much appreciated. Uh, but joking aside, we're here at Cantilever Park, and uh, we're next to a very loud PA. So. Uh, our apologies for that. FC United against Warrington Town this afternoon. Paul, before we get to the game itself, um, in the pre-match build-up, we've discussed it in Woodsell, we've discussed it with Neil. There has been some player movement this week at the club and, um, well, 
it's, it's Neil's call at the end of the day and he's certainly made some big ones. He has and I can't blame him really for the moves he's made this week. I think he's he's vindicated in the main in doing what he's done. It's more interesting who he's brought in I think as well. Well my example to Woodsow, we were talking about Bamber Bridge and how Bamber Bridge managed to bridge the gap between being one of the lowest budgets in the league last season. How did they manage to go so close so so close to get to the playoffs and it was done by having a squad of established players like Nathan Pond and Finlay Sinclair Smith yeah. combined with some quality loan signings and it looks like that's what Neil's trying to do the question is can we keep hold of them for long enough yeah that's the problem what you don't want is loan, a good loan signing for a month and then you lose him and then you have to work out another plan if you can extend a loan signing like one or two of them maybe that we've already got then it's going to be much more uh, of a rich dividend for us. But um, from what we've seen so far um, of the loan signings we've had in the last couple of weeks, then I think he's going down the right road. Now, we do have to say, if we take the Curzon game out of the equation, we come into this league game following a, a really good performance against Matlock Town in the league where we picked up three points. And if we're throwing the second-half performance against Curzon, a National League North side, we're a good team and we're not playing too badly but the players he has picked and the players yeah. that featured against Matlock and in that you know in that game against Curzon we're playing good attractive football and it's just about I mean he said you know Finley Armstrong's coming in at left back yeah joining Degushi who's playing at right back it's areas like that that if we can just get it right then we will be a formidable force Degushi had a good second half yes uh, last time out he looked very good. Um, and I also, you know, you've got Gribbin still in the side, who's capable of moments of magic. And Rodwell Grant up front with Linney. Looks like an interesting partnership that's been put together. Uh, apparently it sounds like we're at the fun fair. Um, we yeah. are. Uh, we're having a lovely time. We hope it's we? fun. At the fair. But um, of course, yes. when you, when you, when you uh, plan for the next game, and then you lose your goalkeeper, for instance... And then you have to start thinking around yeah. another plan. So, team news. Obviously, there's been uh, some players leaving, um, some loanees coming in to replace those players. But one area that's not by choice is Dan Lavercombe. Dan Lavercombe fractured his fingers uh, in last week's game against Curzon. But it's quite it's quite a coup, this, isn't it? Will Stanway coming in, who's very highly thought of at Chester. Really, a first team at Chester, but he's he's out of favour at the moment. But he's a quality keeper. That's 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 some loan sign in that. From what we hear, is a, is a goalkeeper with great potential, and Chester are very, very keen on him, and they see him as a as a future there. So to get him now for a month is is a good move from the manager, a very good move indeed. So Will Stanway is in goal, uh, as we mentioned, Finlay Armstrong, uh, new loan knee signing, uh, joining us from Burnley. Burnley, and he's uh, he's played in the under 23s there pretty much non-stop for a while. So he's he's on a professional contract now at Burnley. Degushi will be playing at uh, right back. The centre pairing is Andy Holes and Curtis Jones. Um, Palinkis is on the bench. I mean, it's a it's a toss up, isn't it, between Holes and, and Palinkis at the moment? Yeah. Both are tussling basically to to get themselves on the starting eleven, and Andy Holes wins that tussle this particular afternoon. Callum Gribbin at right wing, and he was involved in both goals from the right hand side, wasn't he? He is beginning to make an impression on games, and that's what we got him for, really. Um, and another interesting move is the return of a, one of our long-serving players. 
Michael Donoghue in at number 11. Reckon he'll be playing on the left-hand side. Regan Linney and uh, Rodwell Grant up front. Uh, Luke Griffiths will be in central midfield alongside captain Charlie Ennis. So, you know, that's a good team. And, and some interesting bench options as well. Thanks, Paul. You keep setting this up for me. Every time I ask you a question, you keep deflecting the question. It's like you're some kind of cabinet minister. Gabby <laughs> Dom uh, is on the bench, as is Russ, as is Palinkas. Kuleya, what do, what do we know? He's a winger from Doncaster on loan. And James Vincent is back as well on the Sussex bench. And I uh, should say, uh, we didn't mention it a couple of weeks ago. Steve Kitchick was on the on the bench. Um, I think we did mention it, actually, didn't we? We did, we, we highlighted the fact he'd been in the FC United club shop, helped yeah. himself some merchandise. Yeah. Uh, he then went on and has become Bell Patel manager, so congratulations yeah. I, I, to Steve. He's probably not wearing that merchandise now. To be fair, it's about time Steve Kitchick got himself a, a, you know, a back in management, so congratulations to Steve on that appointment. But here today, also raided the club shop, Brian Richardson. Yes, and I don't think this is a one-off. Okay. Unlike Mr. Kittrick. So we're expecting some form of announcement. I think some form of announcement will be pending about Brian's um, new role at the club, let's say. How important is it? Me and you have had chats privately about this, and I, I think we both agree. How important is it to have a wiser brain right, in the dressing room? someone like a Steve Kitchick or Brian Richardson who could basically bounce off Neil I, th- I think that's important during the game and also um, recruitment wise I think Brian's going to play a, a bigger role so when we start looking at players it's like two people's opinions that are being put together so I think he's, he's going to play a very influential role in the future and hopefully it'll, it'll lend itself to better results as well well, we're here this afternoon for FC United uh, against uh, Warrington Town. Uh, Fat Boy Slim's joined us too, uh, here in the executive box. There's another serious absentee that, uh, this afternoon, and that's Jordan Buckley. Yes, Jordan Buckley doesn't start, and he's not on the bench. Um, talking about the Warrington team, though, there's still some quality in there, isn't there? Kenny keeps setting me up for these questions, have you noticed? The, 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 the you producing nowadays. Go on, anyway, <laughs> carry on. Just notice what you're doing. Go on. <laughs> They're a very good side. Um, From what I've heard pre-season, they were trying to play more out from the back. I've not seen them this season, so I'm only going off what I've been told. But the manager wants to try and get them to play more out from the back than they used to. It was very much get the ball forward quickly in the last couple of years. We talk about South Shields, isn't it, about time they got promoted? Warrington. Well, they were one step away, weren't they, really? Well, how many times, though? They, yeah. they lost in the playoff playoff, didn't they, a couple of yeah. years ago against so um, Kings Lynn? They so. must be getting a bit miffed. Yeah. But they've got they've got a different Buckley uh, t- today, Buckley Ricketts, who's their leading scorer. So we, we might not get away with the, without the Buckley influence. Now, just to warn you, the PA announcer has the microphone in his hand, so uh, James might not be able to shout over him. You can try if you want, James, but I, I think you struggle. Uh, so we might just let the PA announcer read out the team. I think that might be the best and, option. And we still have one former FC player in the Warrington team. Andy White. Yes. <laughs> yes. Come on, everyone. <laughs> Let's hand over now to our expert comments team to find out what happened this afternoon. This is FC Live, brought to you by ConstructedCoding.com, and you love the people of the Armchair Army. And it's SC United against Warrington Town. It's Stato Paul, but first, James Quinn. And uh, Jay Harris. And uh, Warrington into the box here with a... Oh, well, there was an opening there, but they were blasted over the bar there by uh, Sean Williams, the skipper. And that was an opportunity. Out to the right side, Gribbin just outside the box. Gribbin into the box, right side. Gribbin inside ball. Lily, oh, just come Rodwell Grant shoots. It's a post. Rebound. Oh, offside. Offside. Donahue was offside. He hit the post anyway with the rebound. 
and uh, Jones bringing out a defence for FC. And there's Donahue making a move on the left-hand side, and it finds him, Donahue. Now this time, what can Donahue do? Pips it inside, Lenny to return ball, Donahue! Oh, the volley, lovely. Oh, well, he took the ball really well, but he couldn't find the direction, and it uh, goes wide. But FC are looking the more likely in the last uh, five minutes or so, Paul. Yeah, good one-two there, Donahue in the box, just couldn't hit the target. Amos, the substitute for Warrington, plays it back. Stewart, oh, good ball through, chance for, oh, great save, Stanway. From Buckley, Ricketts was through. And it was a point-blank save, and he, it was a decent effort from Buckley Ricketts. And uh, Stanway, with the first time he's been called upon to make a difficult save, and he, he was equal to it. Williams, free kick. Ennis uh, deals with that one. It comes back to Williams. He got a second bite of the cherry. Flicks it in, but Gribbin picks it up. Poor one from Williams. And rather speculative out there for Will Ross to chase. Ross will pick it up. Will Ross, he's got uh, company, but he still has it. Ross by the corner flag, plays it back. Gribbin has it. Gribbin floats it in rather neatly, but it's met. Then uh, Linney, Linney trying to get on the end of it. Linney battling his way through. Left footed shot, and is it going in? It's Will Ross. And FC United take the lead. Nice cross from Gribbin, nodded across. And a great finish, Ross, and a decent substitution for FC. United, number 14, Will Ross. Well, I think Lenny did some of the spade work for that one, certainly. And um, strangely enough, the ball looked like the ball stopped on the goal line, or very close to the goal line, and all Ross had to do was lunge in and poke it over the line. He won't get a simpler finish than that. But what an important one. Soaks up all that pressure as well, didn't we? Well, that's a, it's a body blow for Warrington, because they've, they've pretty much dominated the exchanges in this second half but uh, one good counter attack and it's all undone Stanway Amos slips as he tried to pressurise Stanway and the ball uh, alights to Williams who plays a great first time ball Buckley Ricketts chance Buckley Ricketts shoots now another fantastic save from Stanway and Will Stanway making a name for himself here again it was a decently placed shot I mean Buckley Ricketts probably will feel that he should have scored but um, he spent a lo long time into setting himself for that shot and I'm pretty sure he thought he'd found the corner but the keeper had other ideas Harris Finfield but Griffiths takes it off his Caught. laces that's a shocker oh and now oh dear oh dear Griffiths has reacted and I'm afraid Griffiths is going to be he's going to get a three game ban I'm sorry but he was grabbed very provocatively by uh, Harris. If the referee or the officials have seen, and there's plenty of afters here, by the way. And it's a shame because we've managed to get to the 90th minute without any cards. And Griffiths as well. It was a bad challenge on Griffiths to start with. And the ball is uh, hoofed forward and up and under. Vincent plays it back, Halls clears. But it's only as far as Hannigan, out to the right-hand side. Referee looks at his watch, but there's another throw of the dice here. And Siri gets the cross in. It flicks around. Williams with a shot. Jones blocks. And that's it. And FC United have pulled off an excellent victory here. The perfect game in many ways. Apart from the fact that Luke Griffiths was sent off for retaliation. In added time, he will now get a four-game ban because he'd already had one uh, three-game ban. 
but what an excellent result for FC United. And all-round performance, a lot of very good performances. I think the full, the young full-backs, the Grouchy, and Armstrong on loan from Burnley, he did well. But all-round a team performance there, solid block there, and a great last line of defence. Stanway quite clearly is our man of the match. I think today is an example of how, if you play the loan market well, you can reap dividends from it. Paul, just put this victory in perspective. We don't do well here ordinarily, and we've had to dig for this one. Yeah, um, we were turned over very comprehensively last season here. And interestingly, there's been talk of problems at the club, poor results. This is our fourth away win of the season. Hey, Belper, Whitby, throwing the Matlock result as well. These are good victories here you that know, we're picking up. This, this result wasn't um, a foregone conclusion by any means. FC have had to work very hard for this. I think a lot of the flair in the first half was replaced by the grit in the second half because we knew Warrington were going to come back at us. Well, they um, made those substitutions, didn't they, Warrington? They brought yeah. Amos on. Um, they brought um, Mitch Duggan on, didn't they? Um, and that gave them a bit more of a, an edge. And that's when we dug in. And the strange thing was, was that when, the, when the, the heat was at the fiercest, we caught them on a counter-attack and scored the goal. And that, was, that really did hurt them, because they had such a momentum going. But again, you know, Warrington will turn around and say, we, we should have scored four goals today, but the keepers kept them all out. And you can't ask for much more than that. And they weren't just saves, they were quality saves. And it's a shame about Griffiths. I know I, I normally joke at our time, it's just a matter of time, isn't it, before Griffiths gets his customary lunch challenging. But it was just... But, it, but this time it, he was the victim. The number six for Warrington, uh, Harris. Jay Harris, yeah. he did it a couple of times. Yeah. Just over with Donoghue, wasn't it, in the first half? Just stay, overstaying his welcome yeah. after challenges. And... Griffiths was a bit silly to react. Warrington know instance. all about Griffiths because yeah. he used to play for them. They know he's got a breaking point. And that, that challenge was his breaking point. It was a bad challenge. He didn't like it. He showed his dislike of it, unfortunately, physically. And, um, you know, a smarter player would have rolled around a bit, bought, bought the yellow card and said, fine, you're wasting your time. I'm going to lie on the ground and get treatment now for this yeah. and run down the clock. Because we have a booking. Yeah. I don't have to go off the pitch like you did in the first yeah. half. You can just lie there for five minutes <laughs> and say, I'm sorry, but I'm really hurt here. You That's know. the only unfortunate thing about this game this afternoon. I think, I think performance-wise, um, I think it's been sterling but from the, FC. But also the hope is that now Vincent has, has played some minutes, he will be able to step in, at least for some of the games, and fill that void. And, Don, and Donahue as well. Donahue made Donahue, a very good comeback. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, only positives apart from the sending off, I think. Um, yeah, I thought Armstrong did pretty well. But for the keeper to come in late in the week like this, on the eve of a game, uh, to put on a performance like that, both with his catching of crosses and his shot stopping, yeah. that, that suggests that for, for the next month we're in good hands. If Lavakan is not ready with his fractured fingers for a bit longer, I think for the next month we've got a good goalkeeper. And a good crowd here this afternoon, over 1,400, and uh, a large portion of that as well is FC United over in that uh, shed end there behind the goal. They've had a, a good afternoon and made a good noise. Um, Liverstage next, another away game, and if you thought this was a battle, that we, we reckon it's going to be a battle on Tuesday. Yeah, it's going to be another tough game, another physical encounter. 
but we stood up to the battle this afternoon and we showed a bit of grit and we've come away from the three points we've gone above Warrington we've climbed the table we're, we're probably in the top ten now Tenth. I think yeah uh, there are still games going on so that's that's just a as things stand uh, but uh, there are, are some full-time scores Ashton United one Marine one Bamber Bridge are beating Belper Town by five goals to one Gainsborough Trinity are beating Stalebridge Celtic by four goals to nil um, Liversidge have been beaten Liversidge two Warrington Islands five Liversidge were 2-1 up at half time in that game that, that gives us a bit of encouragement yeah. doesn't it they've conceded five today Nantwich Town nil Whitby Town two and Radcliffe have beaten Morpeth by three goals to one uh, there are some latest scores uh, South Shields nil Atherton Coles nil is the latest score that would be some effort wouldn't it it has finished at Mass United Mass United three Stafford Rangers two great result that one for Mask uh, Matlock Town are 1-0 up currently against Lancaster City and Hyde United are beating Geisler by two goals to nil. But here at uh, Cantilever Park, FC United winning by a goal to nil here against Warrington Town. And do you know, three years ago to the day, we did exactly the same result here with a Jordan Buckley goal. How strange is that? Oh, me and you did that How game, about Paul. That? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I said it was Tom Dean and then the PA announcer here said, Jordan Buckley and uh, Paul laughed at me that evening. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for your support <laughs> and all that. Anyway, um, how much uh, satisfaction is Neil going to take from from that, given everything that's gone on this past week? I think, considering some of the criticism he's had in the last few weeks and this week as well, uh, I think he'd be highly delighted. I think his players have really stood up for him today, and they put on a performance, a strong performance. They've got all three points. It takes some of the heat off. For the coming week I think it means we go to Liversidge with a bit of confidence a bit of joy in the step and um, we've got a difficult few games to come obviously uh, Marine is not going to be easy but um, I think this one is is a very key one for the next week or so well we're going to be joined uh, by Neil Reynolds uh, shortly for his post-match reaction um, but uh, two games this week for the for the men's team um, on Tuesday, Liversidge away, and then at Broadhurst Park on Saturday, back in North Manchester, FC United hosting Marine. And uh, first time playing Marine in Donkeys, isn't it? Um, Since we lost in the trophy there, yeah. infamously. We'll be playing the gate, uh, so uh, if you're listening to us on North Manchester FM on, on uh, this club's my club, get yourself down there on Saturday. Um, Going to need uh, a big, big support against Marine. Anyway. What do you think, James, after, after all I that? Think I think I was fantastic. I really do. In so many ways. Just to confirm, it has finished South Shields nil, Atherton Coles nil. So, what, I think what a result that is to go to Mariners Park and dig out a nil-nil. That's, yeah. that's brilliant. Well, over to James and Neil for uh, this post-match interview. Congratulations, Neil, on a fantastic afternoon. Tough ground to come to. FC, I don't have a great record here. What, what were the key elements today? Who said loan signings don't work? Uh, you know, took a lot of flack over that. But, you know, I think they've come in. You know, Will Stanway's been absolutely incredible. I mean, you've got a great view from here. Some of them saves were, were top, top draw. Man, man of the match. Man of the match. And, and, and listen, with, with when you get three points, you, you, more than likely you need your keeper to, to pull you out. And Lavacum's done it many a times. But Stanway today was great. As was Armstrong at left back, as was De Gerucci at full back. But, you know, I could, I could stand here and single them all out. Warrington are a really good side. They're going to have a spell of possession. They're going to make chances. They threw Amis on second half, who's one of the best nines in this league. But we, we, we rode it and we scored at a good time. We've got the three points and, and we're delighted. And the goal scored as well at the time when Warrington were in the, we had the three free kicks. 
So how pleasing was it that it was at that moment when Warrington probably thought they were getting the, getting on top that uh, they conceded? I wasn't pleased with the free kicks. I thought we've got to stay on our feet, you know, better. I'm, I'm not I'm not disputing any of the free kicks. Uh, if you go to ground in the edgy box, it's going to be a free kick. However, the form of Stanway uh, today, I just thought, you know, I couldn't see him getting beat. Uh, so disappointed with the free kicks. However, you know, we went up the top end of the pitch and I knew Regan and have, you know, the running of Siri uh, at right back, you know, the young kid from North End and, and that's what he did and he got in and, you know, Will Russ, he's, he's there like every great goal scorer. He's on the line and he puts it in the back of the net and his centre forwards don't care how they come as long as they come and, you know, we're, we're really happy. And then, you know, we, we actually, we thought that we'd get on top in the second half. We thought they'd tire a little bit and they didn't. They came out strong in the second half and we had to weather it a bit. But then, you know, we, we turned it on, good attacking football and we, and we got the goal. So, delighted with that. Um, and some nice, quick interpassing, Linny uh, Donahue in the 60 minutes, and uh, Rodwell Grant to some extent, but sometimes the decision making all that. But good football to watch. Yeah, at the time I mean, listen, today. Joel, Joel's a young kid. You know, he's he's going to make mistakes. He's going to get bullied around. He's, he's coming into a really good level of football, and you know, let's not take the he's a professional footballer. He's got to do better. He, he's, he's given a good account of himself since so he's been here. Uh, Will Russ had an off day last week. Joel's had an off day today. Will's come on, and, and that's a good thing about having you know striking options. Uh, but it's just, you know, I just thought some of the patterns of play, you know, maybe Donahue, if he was two weeks back to fitness, his choice of passing might have been better in the first half, but he broke lines really well. We were looking to get 60 off him because he was really tired at half-time, but but we was And then, you know, for the first time this season, I'm turning to my bench and I'm looking at Vincent, I'm looking at Tavonga, I'm looking at Gavin on who didn't get on and Palinkas, and, you know, it's brilliant. So, you know, delighted. And, and I knew when we've got, you know, lads back to fitness, really good lads that, that will kick on. And Vincent, he really is a leader, isn't he? He's an organiser. And with Griffiths now about to face a four-game ban, uh, very important that Vincent comes back in. Yeah, I mean, listen, Luke's silly there. You know, let's not get away. He's got the foul. He doesn't need to. Has he lent on him? Is he elbow going? I don't don't know. But, you know, he's 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 a target for the referees. He's picked up a few yellows and a few reds, and he's got to learn that. Otherwise, he's going to become more of a target. Uh, and I felt sorry for him because the six should have gone as well. But it, it's needless. And But like you say, we've got lads coming back to fitness now, and, and which is good because Donahue can go in there. Vincent, you know, you, you might not know Vincent was playing when he came on. It's just his organisation, his one-touch passing. He's not going to hit a 70-yard ball diag or dribble around three or four, but he's just excellent at everything that he and does. And he stands in that you know, the corner, and he's, he's the one doing, you know, pointing out. And, and these are the players that want to come to the club, James. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're delighted with them. So, uh, towards wrapping up here at the table, because... South Shields dropped points today at home to Atherton and the South Shields 19 and the slew of clubs on 17 FC just four points behind that, that mm. group of clubs on, so it, it's a very tight division isn't it I always say we've got a target you know we had a target of uh, four points going into the two games we thought a point at Warrington would have been a really good result and could we go and beat Liversidge but I, I think Liversidge were winning at half time I don't know they've gone on today lost 5-2 yeah. and you know that's another five because they considered nine last Tuesday but they're not a bad side you know I'm, I'm not going to say that there's an automatic win there because there's not to come here today and win is uh, really pleasing. But now can we follow it up uh, with another with another win? And if you get six from six, well, two wins out of two now in the league, isn't it? We, we beat Matt Lock and we've beat today. So it's two wins out of two in the league. So we're happy with that. Uh, let's get ready for Tuesday now. We've got a couple of sore bodies in there. Halls is icing his leg. Uh, Donahue's tired. Chazzy's uh, hamstrings are tight. So, you know, we'll, we'll maximise and utilise our squad. We've lost McCarthy out and Guy Hall today. So What kind of game are you expecting at Liverpool? Tough. Tough, big strong. I watched them last Tuesday against Chorley. Uh, Chorley were an excellent side. You know, Chorley really pulling to pieces. But you know, you don't go and win the league. You know, they're a good side. They've got they've got a good physicality. Walshaw up front. Uh, Walker's there as well. Cartman's there as well. So you know, there's by no means a, a given. But we're going there with buoyant mood now. 
you know, we're buoyant after that, and, and hopefully we can go and get another win. And finally, how much credit does Brian Richardson get? 100%? Is he taking all the credit? Yeah, give him all the credit. Yeah, he's been brilliant. <laughs> I met Brian yesterday, three hours in Starbucks, you know. He was, he was. All the know, coffee shops are available. Coffee shops. Yeah, sorry, not Starbucks. Costa, Costa. Sorry, at Bolton, where we where we first met all them years ago, and you know he's come in and, and he just has a calmness and, and he's brilliant. You know he's he's coming in to oversee a number of areas that we struggle with with, with signings and uh, transfers and supporting Vivware and you know looking at travel and opposition and you know all them things. And, and we've really missed him. And we're glad he's back. And you know yeah, that's definitely uh, we'll definitely credit Brian with that win. FC United manager Neil Reynolds there. And as discussed, FC returned to action this Tuesday night with the Reds travelling to West Yorkshire to take on Liversidge. The address for the ground is the Claiborne Ground WF158DF. Kickoff on Tuesday night will be at 7.45pm. But if you cannot make this game, then why not tune in to FC Live? The broadcast begins at 7.30pm, live across North Manchester on North Manchester 106.6 FM and across the world on fc-radio.co.uk. While on Saturday, FC United will be back at Broadhurst Park to welcome Marine. Admission will be pay on the gate, £12 for adults, £7 concessions, £3 under 18s, while under 5s are free with a paying adult. It's a 3pm kickoff this weekend, but as always, if you cannot make this game in person, then we'll have full commentary, of course, on fc-radio.co.uk from 2.30pm on Saturday afternoon. To the women's team now, and on Sunday, FC United welcomed West and Chalton to North Manchester. To find out how the Reds got on, it's over to Ben and Paul in the main stand. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Women's Team Live. Broadcasting live, funnily enough, here from North Manchester at Broaders Park, the home of FC United of Manchester, and this afternoon, the home of FC United of Manchester against West Disbury and Chalton in the league. And joining me here, it's our official statistician. Don't go anywhere else for your stats. It's Stato Paul. Good um, afternoon. So, Paul, this is... A bit of a, a last-minute game. It's um, we, there was a gap in the schedule, and uh, big congratulations to both FC and West Didsbury. They both decided we'll get the league game out of the way. Uh, we obviously played each other a few weeks back. Five-nil win for FC United in that encounter. What should we expect this afternoon? Do you feel? Well, I think uh, James summed it up in an interview uh, the other day when he said that West Didsbury recorded that game in full. They've had, probably had plenty of time to look at it. Um, they've made some changes to the side since then and they work, they've worked on a game plan to try and stop us playing, I'm sure. Uh, whether they can succeed on a pitch that's a lot wider than their own pitch remains to be seen. But it's a very good thing for us to be playing in the league because we're playing catch-up with our league fixtures. Um, we've got games in hand on the two teams above us. We're currently in third with nine points from three games. Tranmere have got ten from four and Cheadle Town have got ten from five. So it's, it could be a very significant afternoon at the top of the table. Um, West Didsbury are down in ninth. They've not had such a good start, four points from four games. So it's the kind of game where you look at... I don't think it's going to be as easy as, and straightforward as the game at West Didsbury, but it's a game that we need to win. And it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting contest, I think. And it's important, isn't it, Paul, with... As we touched upon, and uh, James said this in his, his pre-match interview, just he was expecting to be playing cup games now for the next month because that's what it's looking like, isn't it? Yeah. So it's important that when we do get the the league games in, that we we have a positive outcome in these games. Yeah, we're fighting on four fronts, I think, this season, and the manager's attitude is to try and win them all. He's got a strong squad, 
and he's he's quite prepared to rotate it, as he said. And this afternoon's lineup kind of suggests very much that he's making sure that everyone gets game time. Absolutely. Now, we obviously the last time you heard us, it was in the Manchester Challenge Cup, uh, a pretty emphatic. Um, second half display certainly uh, against Salford United last week um, it's going to be as Paul says it's going to be slightly trickier uh, this game this afternoon but slightly different isn't it from the line that we had on Sunday last yeah I think he's very conscious of the fact that um, he, he needs to keep his players happy that aren't in the side we've got rotating substitutes as well uh, rolling subs so that's uh, going to be exploited I'm sure this afternoon uh, it, it's a difficult one to keep everyone match sharp and, and hungry, you know, and that's the thing. Um, one thing I can tell you is um, Paul Caddick, the uh, manager of West Didsbury, is so meticulous in his organisation and planning. He came out half an hour ago and he actually walked to the pitch to try and figure out its dimensions. That's how his attention to detail is incredible. And he came back and talked to his coaches about the size of the pitch. That may influence his tactics, of course. He's now worked out for himself that this is quite a wide pitch. And the interesting thing is, and it's something that James did mention in his pre-match interview as well, the fact that they, they film their matches. They, they have a VO camera. They filmed the SC United game a couple of weeks back. Yep. Um, so, you know, given what you just said there, Paul, uh, about how meticulous the, the coaching staff are at West Didsbury, um, they will have watched that video within an inch of its life, I'm going to oh, suggest. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they're smarting from that 5-0 loss at home. They didn't enjoy it one bit. I think the stats were 12 shots on target to one. And uh, it was a very uncomfortable afternoon for the coaching staff of West Desbury. And I'm sure this afternoon they've got plans to try and turn it around and make it different. And we should say as well, uh, congratulations uh, to um, uh, Elsie Baxter, who's uh, been confirmed as uh, James's new assistant manager. But uh, we're about to get underway here at Broadhurst Park, in the, back in the league for FC United. FC United attacking the right-bound road. And uh, let's hand over to our commentary team now for all the goals. Back heel there from Dixon over on the right-hand side. So Gara to Mava. Mava now infield and uh, cleared. And there's Clancy now. Clancy to Chambers, Chambers infield, so good stuff there between Kelly and Chambers. Chambers now down the left, crosses the ball in, just cleared, just beyond the penalty spot there by West Didsbury. But uh, we've seen this pressing game before from FC United and they're really forcing West Didsbury back into their own half at the moment. West Didsbury facing towards their own halfway line. The pressure, pressure's on here from FC United and uh, Ayo plays the ball oh, over the top. That. There's a pills off side, but the number 10 is playing everyone on and it's Dixon. Dixon into the penalty area, rounds the goalkeeper. Dixon surely wide. Oh, well, what an opportunity that was. Long ball played forward towards Kelly. Kelly brings that ball down really well and now Kelly surveys her options, plays the ball down that left-hand channel. It's a great ball to find Chambers. Chambers checks his side on her right foot, goes for goal. Good hands, though, from the West Didsbury and Charlton goalkeeper. Good throw in to find Hayes. Hayes from here towards the near post. Smith just put a hand out and palms it wide of the goal. I think it was going wide anyway, but uh, Smith certainly didn't know that. Uh, but it was a close call, and it's uh, going to be a corner to FC United. But um, another good chance there for the home side. It's good stuff again from FC United, and Chambers from distance, wide of the goal. Hayes now. Hayes still with the ball. Hayes... Still with the ball. And there's Hayes. Beat the challenge and you can't miss. Ash Hayes there with a tapping in the end. And uh, Mason with another throw in. Patience there, but Gunn picks it up. Back to Edmondson. Edmondson now. Square ball. 
to find Kerr. Kerr with a shot from distance and uh, the first shot on target from, from West Ditchby. Reeves wins the ball. Ball breaks back to Mason though. O'Gara wins it inside the centre circle and plays a clever ball to Chambers who beats the challenge. Chambers has a shot on goal and fizzes it over the bar. Patient out to this right-hand side here to, to Mava. Mava infill to Reeves. Reeves does well. Smith, O'Gara, O'Gara, there's enough curve on that ball to get it to Chambers. Oh, and Chambers just wide. It's not her day, is it? Kelly with this throw-in. Gets it to O'Gara, O'Gara, under pressure. Grace Girdle wins it. There's Reeves putting a challenge in. Ball breaks for Kelly. Kelly does well, gets it to O'Gara. O'Gara gets the ball back after losing out and uh, plays the ball down the left-hand side for Dixon. Dixon now into the penalty area, lining up a shot. Good save by the goalkeeper. Palms it wide and uh, it's possession back with the West Isby defenders. And now West Isby on the ball. Mava wins the header. And then can she get to the second ball? No, Gunn does. And then Mava wins it back. Patient, Reeves. Reeves under her foot to O'Gara. O'Gara threads that ball through. Chambers is the one on side. Chambers gets to the ball. It breaks to Hayes. Hayes from distance. Off the post. It breaks to Dixon. Dixon puts it wide. Westersby lose out and there's Chambers now. Chambers infill to Reeves. Reeves, good ball into the path there of Chambers on the left-hand side. Chambers crosses this ball into Hayes. Good save by the goalkeeper. That is a brilliant save. Just stuck her arm out, didn't she, Paul, and got it back. Yeah, it was a great cross. Absolutely superb cross from uh, Chambers there. It's a free kick to FC United. It's halfway between the edge of the D and the corner of the penalty area on the left-hand side right on the edge of the penalty area there's three plays in the wall Chambers lining up a shot here from distance drills it wide of the goal just wide of the goal but uh, it's taken by Donald to Kelly and FC United surrender possession here and uh, Reeves is there to try and win it back it breaks out to the right hand side cross comes in towards Edmondson who puts her head on it is he going to get to Robinson goalkeeper's there Donald and FC United just about get the ball clear but talk about living life dangerously FC United there Almost giving West Isby a goal, but eventually getting the ball out. 1-0 the score remains to the home team, but only just. Patient to Reeves. Well, West Isby has the pendulum swung in their favour here. And patient nutmegged by Gunn. Ball breaks to Sumner. They're even getting the ricochets now, the visitors. Into the penalty area to Robinson. FC United at sixes and sevens, really. Robinson with a shot. But that is comfortable for Donald. Down the line, good ball to find Chambers. Chambers, still with the ball, coming in field with it, Chambers. Plays it in front of Smith. Smith, oh, the ball to Hayes was there. And eventually, Hayes does get the ball. Hayes is onside, lays it off to Chambers, who shoots. Wide of the goal again. Just won't go in. There you are with this free kick. It's played long. Oh, it breaks into the box, and this is an opportunity. And, well, it goes straight into the arms of Donald. It broke there to Parrish Ford. And a harder shot, Paul. And FC United were, were looking at just a point from this game, I think. And they got the break of the ball they wanted, but couldn't cash in. Patient. Square to, to Senior. O'Gara now. Oh, O'Gara's under pressure from Kerr, but she does well, O'Gara. And then plays the ball forward. Good ball by O'Gara. And Chambers can move forward towards the byline on the left-hand side. She checks in field. Chambers square here to Smith. To the goalkeeper's right. And FC United in added time. Double their lead. 
and secure three points, Paul. But he's been a bit nervous to get to that point. Well, Ogara's ball there behind the fullback found Chambers in acres of space. And this time, Chambers, rather than tee up the shot, looked up, saw Smith or Martin on the six-yard box and just rolled it into a path. And the, the first-time effort was too good for the keeper this time. Here's Reeves now. Reeves over the halfway line. Reeves still with the ball. Full time here at Broadhurst Park and FC United. I've been made to work for these three points, but three points nevertheless. Two goals and a clean sheet, Paul. Yeah, what they've done is they've maintained their 100% record. They've played four league games now with maximum points. They, they scored late in both halves to uh, break the hearts of West Isbury this afternoon, who put in a very strong efforts, particularly in the second half to try and break FC down, but couldn't do it. Uh, we are going to be joined by James Mulverhill, uh, manager of the women's team now, who's uh, sprinting up the stairs to come and speak to us. Thanks for joining us, James, so quickly after, after full time. Um, oh, you made to work for that. We got a bit nervous. So we said yeah. 1-0, it was, the door was always open. We created so many chances, yeah. but didn't put this game to bed right until the end. So, I mean, what's, what's your I think, I think what you, you've hit the nail on the head there for us, it was... Um, We've we've created so many chances, but we've just we've just snatched at them non-stop. Like I think, I think for me, I think Kirsty she's been playing left back. We put her left forward. She's trying to win a forward position back. Like it's clear as day. She just wants to get three goals, two three goals, and say you have to play me in a forward position. So I think she was snatching at it a little bit. And I think we just need a bit more composure. We knew they were going to be well organised today. We no team you don't go and beat them two weeks ago five 0 convincingly, yeah. and they come back and don't make adjustments. So fair play to Westeds and the coaching team, but. I'm happy with it. I'm happy with the result. I'm not not 100 happy with the performance, but the result was what we needed. There was effort, certainly. Uh, we're giving play of the match to Reeves, uh, yeah. who I think if you were, do you do radars? I don't know if you do. Yeah, radars. yeah, yeah. yeah she's she's li- everywhere. I, you don't need to check. <laughs> she's covered every bit of the pitch. Literally. Um, so you need that determination, don't you? Because yeah. the longer that game went on, you need players like Reeves just to. Yeah. calm it all down a bit yeah I think I think you might have seen from kind of the first 30 minutes of the half I was screaming because I needed the second goal I was, I was pushing pushing because I didn't want a last minute 10 minute nervousness I, I listened to the radio we used yesterday with, with the men's team and I was like oh it sounds nervous <laughs> yeah and then you I think you said at the end like oh the women might go and let it down tomorrow and I was like oh that's some, <laughs> it's some sort of bad omen but um Honestly, I'm happy that the both teams have gone out there this weekend and got got the results that we needed. It's uh, it's some some positive stuff for the club. It was interesting the way you set up because you you mentioned Kirsty Chambers there. She was kind of playing loose, yeah, left wing, if we could say that. And it, and it, we were slightly we weren't balanced no. properly because the right was we we had Dixon yeah. who was playing right forward, yeah. and we had a full back. This side we didn't really have a full back. We had two wingers. And I'll, be, I'll be I'll be honest. It's it's not supposed to be like that. Um, well, the reason I probably changed, you see me change Ellie, uh, Ellie Kelly and put a left back because yeah. the plan is is to overload through the full backs and, and Kirsty's supposed to start as a left back and then drive and end up as a left forward and beat it in a 2v1 situation. She wasn't doing that in the first half, she was just space invading because it's not out of anything, she's just eager, she's yeah. eager to get involved. She, she's a captain, if it's nil-nil she feels like she needs to get on the, the score sheet and I think personally she probably put a bit too much pressure on herself today. Um, but when we made the change we put Ellie there um, Ellie Kelly, it, it did feel a bit more balanced when she was there. Like, um, but we, we've got quality all over the pitch, and even in tough games like that, we can we've still got enough experience to, to see the game through. And look at Ash Hayes, like that, that goal was, she just got a goal out of nothing, yeah, like absolute nothing, and that's what you've got when you've got quality. 
And uh, just to touch upon, um, I mean, we were going to give player of the match, I think, to Corey Mavo until she got injured. Uh, yeah. how, how is that injury? I've not had a, a report yet. I'm hoping that it's, it's just a, an impact injury and it's nothing too serious. Um, but it doesn't look muscular, so we'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see, definitely. Now, um, this was kind of like a bonus game. Uh, congratulations to yourselves and West Disney for organising it and getting yeah. a league game yeah. done before the Cups come back into yeah. play. Because you were expecting, we spoke last yeah, week, yeah, yeah, yeah. just a month of, of Cup fixtures. Um, I mean, how is the squad looking? You you did hold back a few substitutions. Yeah. Um, is that with one eye on Mac and, and Cheadle Town? 100%. I think we've... we've We've got a lot of games coming up and um, we've got Cheeto back to back and listen, that, that game is going to be like this. It's going to be one week. We're going to have to play differently in both games. Like We, we can't just turn up to, to each fixture and like play exactly the same style because they will adjust these teams, especially when we're playing them such close together. Um, it'd be easier playing these in six, eight weeks because mm-hmm. then they've got time to play other teams and forget about us. They, they're very clear about what we're doing and, and it's, it's it, like I said the other week, it's, it feels like Champions League football where you're playing teams back to back but Listen, we've, we've got a great squad and uh, we've got players to come back and I think Emily Marsh is close to, to being back, which is a brilliant addition for us. Um, and we've got, a t- we've got a couple of extra players who've been training with us who potentially might be signing as well. Well, that's exciting. Um, speaking of exciting, Robbie's off to the Marshalls next week. Yeah. Um, Robbie Savage will be there. That'll be exciting. Yeah, I'll, I'll call him out on Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the magic of the FA Cup. The FA Cup. Yes. I mean, what's your, what's your thoughts on this? Um, and without giving too much of your homework away, what, what's your thoughts on the challenge of, of Macclesfield next week? I, th- I think they're better than the level they're at. Um, I, I've got quite a bit of insight because we had Abby, Abby Hunt who was playing on, uh, on loan there last year when she didn't have a lot of game time because um, of her travel and commitments. She would go and play there. So I know they've recruited well. One of the players who, who's their star striker, we were trying to sign her. So I understand like kind of what they're about. But listen, the FA Cup, if the girls can't get up for the FA Cup, I, I, I don't know what we're doing playing football because I'm excited for it. I'm, I've been looking forward to it. I mean, we've mentioned, um, you know, your targets. You, you want to, you know, get as much silverware as we can. The FA Cup is, is slightly more challenging to, to do well in at, yeah. at our level, but yeah. is, is your hope to go... Second round, I'll get yeah. to the second round proper. That's that's the, the target. The, the, the furthest we've ever been is the first round proper, so yeah. I wouldn't be setting kind of... I don't want to go, oh, let's just try and do what we've already done before. Like the, the second round proper for us is financially, it's great for the club. Um, it sets us forward in terms of inve- reinvesting back in the women's side and the women's setup. Um, and for us, like we need to be pushing boundaries. We can't just say, "Yeah, we've done well to get to the first round. Like, let's go and let's go and get a good tie. Like, listen, let's get a Brighouse or a Huddersfield or one of these teams in the first round. Let's go and give them a good game. Hopefully, at Broadhurst Park. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, James, what just before you go, um, busy week. Uh, how's it all? How's it all looking? For yeah, you, mate. For we've the got. Squad um, and stuff? We've we've got. Like I say, we've got. We've had a few girls down training with us. New girls, with potential signings. Um, we've had a couple of like international players who've, who've been over from from Germany and a few other places. So um, we're, we're looking forward to getting a few more players in and looking to get players back to fitness and, and build ourselves up ready for the next week. Because training's intense. Like it really is intense. Like the, the girls know if they don't bring it. They won't get anywhere near the pitch on a, on, on a Sunday. So everyone knows what they're playing for now. Uh, I'm looking forward to this week. Well, James, big congratulations today. Another clean sheet. Know, Didn't mate, even mention like, that. Another clean the, sheet. Hey, so get in um, there. How are we yeah, getting there? Real, really impressive stuff. Uh, another three points. And uh, big good luck in training this week. And yeah. uh, we'll catch up again 
Thank you. Rolls next Sunday. Yeah, cheers. See you then. See you soon, mate. Take care. Women's team manager James Mulverhill there. And that FA Cup tie with Macclesfield kicks off at the Moss Rose this Sunday with a 2pm kickoff. And we'll, of course, have full commentary on FC Radio for those of you who cannot make the game in person. Well, that's it for this week's edition of This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening. And from me, Cockers, see you next time. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.